everyone and welcome back to Living Life in My 30s. My name's Zoe and I'm doing this episode called Year Reflection. It's the end of 2022, we're coming up to the Christmas period and we're coming up to New Year and I wanted to do a bit of a self-evaluation of this year and talk about my goals for 2023. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. If you do, then please do send some feedback to livinglifeinmy30s at gmail.com but otherwise, just listen away. Welcome to this episode everyone. It's so good to have you here at the end of the year and it's been a great year. It's been the big year where I turned 30, where I started this podcast. It's been a really good year of self-reflection and this is what this episode is for. So I wanted to start this episode by talking about the things that I personally am really proud of this year. Talk about what I achieved when I was 20 and before that and the goals I set for the new year and talk about that to think about what I want to achieve in 2023 and what my goals are and perhaps help you guys to think about what your goals might be as well. Anyway, let's get started. So let's talk about what I've done this year and what other people might also relate to and what they found success in. So for me it's been quite a big year in terms of actually stuff. (laughs) I put that in inverted commas. Stuff. So I've actually you know physically been able to say you know I did this, I did that and by what I mean by that is I physically moved house. So I moved house and I moved into my flat and as you guys, if you guys follow me, so you'll know that I lived in a house share previously. And this is the first time that I've rented a flat on my own. I did live in a tiny little bedsit in London, but it had a shared bathroom. So it didn't quite count. And this is definitely 1 million percent an upgrade based on what I had previously. So that's one thing. Um, you know, as I've mentioned previously, it's been such a huge sign of independence for me and a bit of a turning point for feeling like an adult, feeling like I'm living on my own, being self-sufficient and trying to create my own space. I felt like that was a really important thing for me to do and certainly one of the things that I've really enjoyed in this year. Although I have to say, So I've had a couple of nightmares recently because I've had a couple of floods in the flat. Um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I wish there was someone else there to help me sort out the dramas that are going on. There was a huge, huge flood in my hallway. and Oh gosh, it was a nightmare. Everywhere was a mess. And that's certainly been something that I didn't enjoy about living in my flat. But all the same, it's all part of as I'll seeing and fixing problems on your own. And that's definitely what the next decade, the next 
decades of my future will entail is handling issues, handling problems, trying to solve things that perhaps I would have had other people helping me with previously. And it's all part of the 30s lifestyle. What else have I done? Hmm. So I was very lucky at the end of last year, I got a promotion at work, so I became a manager. And this year I have absolutely loved it. I've loved being a manager at work. And the people I manage are absolutely amazing. They're really, really, really amazing members of the team. And I always said that I didn't want to be a manager. I always said that that's something that wouldn't be for me. I didn't want the responsibility. I was a bit nervous about having that control over someone. It's not control, but you know, uh, being responsible for that person and their welfare and making sure that they're okay, their workload is managed. Um, It was a bit of a daunting responsibility that I was given. But I have absolutely loved it. I've loved working with the team and training. And I'm very open, as you can tell on my podcast. But I have loved being transparent with them and hoping that they'll be transparent back and trying to keep, you know, their emotional welfare happy as well as their their lifestyle in the career, their, the career path they're taking as well. So I'm really, really proud of that. And certainly something that I want to think about next year is, you know, being even better, being even better and working with my team on how to ensure that I'm the best manager possible because I'm learning while they're learning at the same time. That's going to be a big one, I think. So the other things are, uh, I went to Germany again. So as you guys might know, I speak German and I love Germany and I ended up going there for five weeks and I always wanted to go back and live there for a bit. That was the most incredible experience and please do listen to uh, being independent, being truly independent is my episode where I talk about it and how it really enriched myself and my independence and revitalized who I am essentially. Sounds really deep but you know, it really gave me the opportunity to think about what I want to do, do exactly what I wanted to do, and feel really free again. So really recommend doing something like that, and going somewhere that you've always wanted to go. So I was talking to a colleague today, actually, and she said, oh, I really want to live abroad, or I really want to travel more, but I'm worried about this and that and thinking about future prospects and well I just say you have to just take the opportunity while you can because the older you get and the more responsibility you have the more difficult it becomes to do those things so please please do do those things the other thing I am really proud of is that because it was my very first episode where I talked about toxic relationships and I mentioned that you know this year I'd been ghosted by my own boyfriend Ugh, still a horrible thing to say out loud and it was very embarrassing for me it was very you know 
a weird, weird situation and something I never want anyone to encounter. Although having had feedback, it seems to happen more regularly than people would think, which is so sad. I am so sorry for those of you who've experienced it. It's really a horrible situation to be in. But the really good thing that I've taken from it is that I've been able to sort of pick myself up and I'm taking that as a really proud moment of this year and taking something really horrible, (laughs) quite, uh, it could be quite self-destructive in the sense, you know, blaming yourself and looking at the actions you made, thinking you're not enough, thinking about your self-worth. But I am slowly and... I've got to a really good stage where I feel very positive and I've been on dates again. I've been really sociable and yeah, really open to meeting someone eventually. It's perhaps not immediately on the radar to fall head over heels and find the love of my life just yet. But to get to this point after something that could have been so detrimental and impacted my self-esteem so much then I'm proud to be where I am right now. Don't get me wrong, you know, I'm not perfect. It's definitely not something that I want to repeat. And it's definitely not something I like thinking about that much. But essentially, you know, people's mental health and the way people view themselves, taking experiences like that and being able to even make the baby steps to feel better is absolutely amazing. And people should take those even small wins of feeling a bit better day to day as a big win because you know some horrible things happen and we're not just talking about you know boyfriends going away we're talking about grief we're talking about bereavement we're talking about job loss we're talking about cost of living we're talking about you know not being able to afford much having family difficulties arguments and if you're able to keep going forward and finding that strength within yourself then that should be something celebrated for you for the year I hope people can relate to that in some way because you know that's what I mean is even if it's not a physical act of moving a house and getting a promotion it's still something that is to be celebrated for the year you know the fact that you were able to get up get dressed that morning and move forward and get a smile on your face and do things for yourself do things for your kids and keep going so yeah really really wanted to highlight that one and finally this is a bit of a boring one but I still thought I would mention it so I've started uh Thai boxing Thai boxing and I was talking to my sister actually because we were saying about uh, people not having hobbies Um, close in our vicinity shall we say uh, we have you know relatives family members who basically do nothing and because they do nothing we do worry about their mental health we worry about you know them moving forward finding drive elsewhere So if any of you have done anything that you found an interest in, then one that should be celebrated for this year, but also something that you continue to do in some way or another, if you can, in the future. Because, you know, my one is obviously this podcast. It has been an absolute joy to 
do this podcast overall for 2022 but it's also been so valuable for me personally um on a on a level of being able to talk to people and actually hear from people back getting people's feedback and understanding that actually some of what I'm saying obviously not all of it uh is actually touching and relating to people and what's been really nice is that actually some people have said you know I really liked this episode but I have a different opinion and wow I mean that's exactly what I want I want to hear people's opinions I want to have a broader mindset I want to have an open mind and certainly doing this has been amazing and doing things like taking it back to the Thai boxing is you know I didn't realize that I would love something as much as that it was actually behind my flat and so you know I I I'm very, very close to where my boxing instructor is and she can actually see me drink wine on my terrace. <laughs> so sometimes she waves to me. So hi, Michelle, if you can hear me on, on this podcast. But I uh, absolutely love it. I adore it. I will continue with it for as long as I can. It's been stimulating for my mental health, but also has reminded me that I do have other things that I'm interested in rather than going out drinking and boozing with my mates so yeah I've talked about you know what I'm proud of this year and like I said you know mine there are quite a few physical things that I've done and I have mentioned you know the things that you can be proud of without having the physical element so taking steps forward even just making people happy around you you know if you've done something really good at work if someone has said given you really good feedback or even if you've been on the street and someone's given you a compliment that's really nice and it doesn't have to be the big things that make your year a successful year and please do listen to my episode about success because that'll help hopefully help everyone listening to think about what they have really succeeded in this year and think about how they want to better it next year and that takes me on to this year's goals so my resolutions for 2023 and when I was thinking about this I was actually thinking about when I was in my 20s and in my 20s every year I would create real physical goals So I would say, you know, this year I want to go to France. This year I want to go travelling. This year I want to get a new job that advances my career. This year I want to get married. This year I want to have a baby. I mean, I didn't do that one, I don't think. But I certainly made goals that were very much a physical act. And after speaking to my colleagues this morning it was so interesting because I asked them this question I said what are your goals for 2023 what was brilliant about it was that each one of them had something very different to say and one person said that they wanted to try podcasting and one person said that they wanted to move next year they really had this lifetime goal about living abroad about you know 
at the moment there's a lot of uncertainty about what they want to do because of the home situation and having a house, a dog, a partner and how they were going to move that relationship abroad. But the other person, I said, what would you like to do? What are your goals in 2023? And her answer was, I have no plans. You know, I was so happy to hear it. And some people might say, what? What? Why would you be so happy to hear that they have no plans? And the answer is, is because that's what I'm going to do too. And why, I hear you ask. So the reason is, is actually I was talking to my sister yesterday on the sofa. I'm at my sister's at the moment. And every time I come down and I spend an amazing time with my nephew, I spend an amazing time with my family. And she's with her husband and a dog and my nephew, of course. And I think in my head how much I want this. I think... I just want to settle down, I want a partner, I want a dog, um, why don't I have these things, um, I want a baby, why do? Why has this not happened for me yet, and my heart hurts sometimes, you know, I'll be around the friends and family with all their children, and it hurts, like, even now I'm getting a bit emotional about it, but it, it's, because I want those things so much, I'm not living in the present, I'm not living in the present at the moment. And that's why, so reflecting on my goals for 20, well, when I was 20 years old, when I was making these physical, physical goals that may or may not have happened, I was actually putting pressure on, unnecessary pressure on myself that I didn't need. And because I've got older, and this is the change that I wanted to highlight as living life in my 30s, because for me, in my 20s, that was absolutely fine making those physical goals. But now, it's not. It's not for me. And for other people, it will be, because they're not at that stage, you know, of where I, you know, I want babies, I want marriage. And that's great. But things where you can't control, so things like meeting a partner and getting the ball rolling to have those things, those end goals... It's not something you can put a deadline on. I can't say I'm going to meet the love of my life by February 2023. And if I did say that, well, I'd be setting myself out for failure. I mean, it's not very attractive going on a first date and saying, you are going to be the love of my life. I want a baby and marriage by this time next year. And who who would want that anyway? I mean, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to put that pressure on a relationship. I would never want that. I don't want to settle and I don't want to put pressure on anyone. And so if I put that on someone else at the start, it's just doomed for failure. And so what I wanted to say is that my goal for this year is to chill out and live in the present. I want to chill out, live in the present and just enjoy what I have now. And I am very blessed and I am very lucky with the situation I am in. And so I need to enjoy it as much as I can. Other people might not be in a particularly great situation at the moment. And I'm very conscious of that because, like I say, I'm very privileged. 
and that you know is is really hard but what I would say is you know and I've said about celebrating success is that success doesn't have to be the big things it doesn't have to be about money it doesn't have to be about you know going on a million holidays it can be about the small wins and not the big wins and for me I you know I think and everyone else is our own situation we have our gauge of what a small win is and what a big win is you know I mean me having my own flat and being able to afford my own flat for some people that is a huge huge win and certainly is I mean for me it's absolutely brilliant so I need to be very grateful every day that I have that because some people don't and you know, some people who have kids and are actually really struggling financially or struggling in their social situation. For me, that's a huge win. <laughs> I would give anything to be in that situation, to have a child or have a partner, even if you've got a boyfriend, you know, I'd give up everything to be in a loving relationship for the rest of my life. You know, I'd rather have that. And so you can't compare other people's situations to your own. So while I'm saying about my goals, um, people might struggle hearing what I have or what I don't have. I want people to remember that what you have is actually other people's dream. And um, please do remember that for 2023. Please do remember that, you know, to appreciate what you've got now, to live in the present, and also set yourself goals. Set yourself realistic goals ones that are actually achievable because what you don't want is to set yourself up for failure anyway I hope you all have an amazing rest of 2022 and I will see you in 2023 for more discussions more chats more interviews and lots of things to say